You are listening to The Winning Mind Podcast. I am Letitia D'Souza. I am a mindset coach and business strategist who has helped more than 1,200 people change their lives, their relationships, their businesses, and just win in life. There's a myriad of reasons why we're not winning in life. Most people don't really play to win. They play not to lose. And what winning really means is becoming a better version of yourself each and every day. We can do this together. Hey, everybody. It's Letitia. So happy to be with you again. I'm still feeling really, really good. I promise you, when you take care of yourself, it's amazing how it just flows out into the other areas of your life. And I'm pretty adamant about taking care of myself, you know, being mindful of what I eat and what I put into my body, who I'm listening to, who I'm around. But there are just those times when you need more. Sometimes you need more in preparation for what's coming what's coming down the pike and you don't always know what it is, but just pay attention to yourself. Like I've been allowing myself to sleep more, to sleep until I'm finished and not rush myself. And like even yesterday, I noticed I had some things on my list that I was planning to do and I was listening to something and I fell asleep and I probably took like an hour long nap and I don't usually nap. So I popped up like, wait a minute, I need to be doing something. And I was like, I, I, you need to be being. Being in my being is exactly what I needed to do and not focused on everything that I needed to be doing. But there is a space where you can be and then there is a space where you can do. So many of us are focused on doing that we don't spend enough time being Um, and and being is that place where you can just like relinquish everything, relinquish your attachment to things, spend time with yourself, whether that's prayer, meditation, just like whatever it is that doesn't have you chasing and grinding and hustling and trying to figure everything out. So what I found is that my being informs my doing. The more, the better that I take care of myself, and the more time that I that I spend being in my being, if you will, the better that I can show up. And when I go to do something, it's not difficult. When I go to do something, I can do it with grace and with ease and I can flow into it. And so if I would title this podcast anything, it would be you're focused on the wrong thing. So me and my daughter have a running joke and an acronym. She might send me a picture of something like, Mom, look at this this um, dress that I got, or look at this. And then I'll be like, who, who drinks that kind of coffee that's in the background? And then she'll send me Y-F-O-T-W-T, like you're focused on the wrong thing. Or I'll send her a picture, and then she might be like, well, where did you get that little sassy sweater that's over there? So we're looking at things in the picture that is not like what it is that, that we sent the picture for. So Using that acronym, though, I just really started thinking about it like, where am I focused on the wrong thing? When you're focused on the wrong thing, guess what? It's going to show up in your stress. It's going to show up in your stress. It's going to show up in your rest or in your lack thereof. So at any given moment and at any given juncture, you can press the reset button and say, where does my time, energy, and attention really need to be? Where where do I really need to be focusing my time and energy and attention 
And sometimes, I promise you, it's that good old ego that will always have us chasing things, that will have us chasing goals, chasing money, chasing dreams, chasing visions, chasing everything but inner peace, chasing everything but rest, chasing everything but well-being. And do you know that when you have peace, that when you are rested, that when your well-being is taken care of, that the money that the goals, that the dreams, that the vision, that you actually get to those things with much greater ease because you're not wearing yourself out in the process. So what I'm telling you is conversations that I have with most of the attorneys that I work with, is conversations that I have with most of the people that I work with is that you're focused on the wrong thing. You're focused on the wrong thing and everything that you are pursuing you, in many instances, are at the bottom of the list, at the bottom of the equation. And so you are, in many instances, we can become slaves to the very things that we are pursuing. We become slaves to the businesses that we started. We create businesses because we desire freedom, but we create prisons instead. We create businesses and start businesses because we desire freedom. We desire time freedom. And so many of us have so little time because we didn't build it that way. And so now the thing that we created for freedom has imprisoned us. You understand? We we get into relationships because we think the relationship will enhance us. And now we're like, how can I get out of this? You know, so a lot of times we're focused on the wrong things and it starts with really taking stock. One of the things that I can tell y'all that I do regularly is I do life audits. I look at my life on a regular basis. What's working here? Because when I look at what's working, then I say, okay, I can do more of that. What's not working? Okay, let me move away from that. And that's how I can go through things and my bounce back is pretty strong. I go through through a lot of things, just like the next person. I am not exempt from the same trials, tribulations that anybody else goes through, but because I will tap in and say, what do I need to be doing differently? And I will make the shift in most instances. I can move through things and my resilience and my bounce back is stronger. But one of the things that I will say about being focused on the wrong thing is we need to really look at our toleration points. What is your toleration point? Our toleration point is what it is that we have normalized. If you've normalized high levels of stress in your life, in the absence of stress, when you have rest, when you have balance, and when you have peace, almost like an addict that is craving a drug, you are going to crave the chaos that comes from stress. You are going to crave the adrenaline and all of those things that come from what it is that you are used to having in your life. So that's why sometimes when we make changes, it seems like we can take, quote unquote, two steps forward. What is it? One step forward, two steps back, because our toleration point hasn't really changed. Until you change what it is that you're willing to tolerate, it will always be a frame of reference for you to go back to it. Until you change what you're willing to tolerate, it will always be a frame of reference for you to go back to it because we're always looking to recreate what's inside of us. So that's why the work starts with you. Let me put this in practical terms, even from a business owner, right? Myself included, and I work with people all the time. Let's say uh, I have a client that one of her money goals is to get to 50K months. We set up the plan We put it all together. She felt good about it. Okay, great. Let's get into it. And she hit the 50K goal. 
And she couldn't have been more excited about um, hitting that goal because she's like, I did it. And I'm like, you absolutely damn sure did. You did that. What did she do? That. She hit the 50K goal. And guess what happened in the next month? She was at about 20K. And you know what her normal revenue that she was accustomed to before she hit the 50K goal? 20K. 20K a month is her toleration point. 20K a month is what she is used to. So remember that little insidious thing called your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind knows what feels normal for you. So she looked up in the next month, she was right back to the 20K month because her toleration point is 20K. You understand now? So your toleration point for anything that you are looking to change has to change for you to go in a different direction. So being focused on the wrong thing will have you looking outside of yourself, chasing things outside of yourself, looking to fix things outside of yourself, focus on things outside of yourself when it's the work that's within yourself that is going to lead you to every single thing that you're looking to do. Do you know that sometimes my coach told me that this would happen and and I didn't believe him at the time because I didn't it, it hadn't materialized yet. But he said, you will be doing business in such a way so that you're working with people that you love at the price point that you set. And it's so gracious and it's so easy for you, not because the work is easy, but because I'm, I'm, I'm working with grace and ease doing what I love to do, who I love to do it with at a price point that is in service to my, to my goals, right? He said that you will almost feel guilty about it. You will almost feel guilty that you're not struggling to do what you do and to do it successfully when the rest of the world normalizes toil and struggle and grinding. And I was saying, Okay, but do y'all know that sometimes that little fear creeps up in me that's saying that you know how sometimes you're waiting on the other, what is it? You're waiting on the other, shoot, the ball to drop, whatever it is, waiting on something because it speaks to the subconscious part of us that does not know how to handle good things or things that are apart from what we normalize. There's a book called The Big Leap. I probably mentioned it before, and it speaks about your upper limit consciousness that your toleration point is this. And so anytime you deviate from your toleration point too far, your subconscious mind is always going to look for a way to bring you back. So instead of focusing on the things that are outside of you, Let's start focusing on sending new messages to our subconscious mind, being very intentional about changing our toleration points. So if 50K is the goal and if 50K is going to be your toleration point or your new your, your new base, your new, you know, um, what's the word I'm trying to say? Your new toleration point, then let's set that. But don't think that it's like, you know, that little, um, that little I think it was the rotisserie, set it and forget it. That doesn't work in real life. You're going to have to set it. You're going to have to tend to it. You're going to have to contend for it. And you're going to have to do it long enough until it like overpowers, if you will, or sends enough information to your subconscious mind that this is our new normal. Until like new pathways are uh, wired into your mind. I'm telling y'all, this this is this stuff is deep, but this is why we have cycles and why we have patterns and why consciously we feel like 
I don't want to repeat this pattern again. I've been here before. You've been here before. Just think about muscle memory, right? You stop going to the gym, your muscles atrophy, you get back into the gym, and now your muscles start to appear where they were before because they remembered. They remembered that they were there. You just needed to create the conditions and the environment for them to, to appear. That's whether you're doing something quote unquote good or bad. So your subconscious mind knows what it knows and all it's looking for is to create a condition for it to show up and do what it does. So we're focused on everything outside of us when I wholeheartedly believe that the things that we desire, the things that are our goals, those things are so, so, so very possible. But I think that the way is made so much harder because we don't realize what's actually happening on the inside of us. So that was just like a financial goal or a business goal. So y'all know I have my own patterns and cycles, but y'all also know that I work with people and it's like, here we go again. We're going, we're going round and around this cycle. I'm the person that's pointing to the exit sign that says, hey, I see how we can get off this merry-go-round. I see how we can come off this roller coaster, but it's going to require intention. It's going to require doing things that feel counterintuitive to the way you normally do them to get out of these cycles. And so it, it can be something that for people that, I, that are close to me, people that I love especially, when I see cycles um, and patterns and I know that they want so much more, it's all, it can be almost heartbreaking and heart-wrenching for me to witness and, and to see it. And some things, the only thing that I can do is pray about, but it can be heart-wrenching just, just to witness and to see people go round and round and round and round and never really move forward into the, the, the dreams, the goals, everything that they want, not understanding that there is something on the inside of them that is that is stopping that. And if prayer was enough, then we will all be free. It's not just prayer. God is not going to change you. You have to change you. We co-create with God. We have to be willing participants in our own change. We have to be willing participants in what it is that we want to see differently because otherwise God would be, if God just forced his will on everybody, then guess what? There will be none of the things that exist in the world that are against the will of God, but God does not. He has agents in the earth to bring his will into fruition. And so you bring your own will for your own life into fruition by what it is that you choose or not. As hard as it is, it's also really, really simple. You can be focused on money. Okay, so a lot of times men are this way. A lot of the men that I know, men are focused on money, focused on goals. God made men that way. Thank God he made men that way to be focused on things outside, right? But at what cost are you focused on the things that are outside when if you would just slow down? If you would just tune in, if you would just tap in, if you would just get real wisdom, if you would just get sound counsel long enough so you can get real strategy, you can get to the thing that you're looking for because what you're seeking is actually seeking you. We make this so hard, but I think it's in our ignorance and in ignorance simply meaning that we don't know and in our lack of information and sometimes in listening to people who have our same struggle. Y'all know how, for y'all that haven't been listening for a while, this is why I am not a fan of groups. 
I am not a fan of groups. I am, when people invite me to join a group, it's going to be like a polite no. It has to really feel aligned with my spirit because the one thing for me that is dangerous is when you have a whole group of people that are thinking together because I find that people start thinking or or people get very lazy in their thinking and just go with the predominant thought process of the group. Nothing could be more dangerous to me. So for me, I am always going to be thinking if it's 100 people in a group and 99 of them are going left and my spirit is telling me go right, I'm going to go right. I'm going to go right. And so that's sometimes we just have groups of people around us, groups that we're in, people that we're following. And so we never tap in to see what is the real strategy for us? What is the real way for us? You know, the Bible says that there's a way that seems right and the end of it is death. Aren't you tired of going down dead ends? I know for me, I am. I'm tired of thinking, you know what? Let me get this plan. This is the way that this is going to go. I'm going to do it this way. And then I'll be like, no, that wasn't it. Only to go with that same cycle and pattern again and be like, all right, now I'm going to do it this way because I'm going to get to it. I got to hustle and grind and I'm going to wear myself out. Nope, I'm not doing that. I'm going to be in my being and I'm going to get clarity And I'm going to make sure that I'm well taken care of, that I'm well rested, that I'm well read, that I'm well fed, because y'all know I love to eat, right? That's not going to change. And that I'm taking the best, best care of me so that my my heart is connected to God in such a way so that if, if, if it doesn't feel right to my spirit, regardless of how it looks to my eyes or how it sounds to my mind, I'm not going to do it. God has enough of a track record with me at this point that I'm saying I'm tired of dead ends. I'm tired of ways that seem right and then the end of them are death. So as for me, I'm saying, let me focus on the right thing. The right thing for me is my health and well-being. The right thing for me in this time is my spirit. The right thing for me is making sure that I spend time in meditation, that I'm, you know, um, just, just really cultivating something on the inside of me, peace inner peace, that peace, that stillness that comes on the inside of me so that I can flow into the things that I'm looking to go into and not try and force it. When you're trying to force something, you are expending and exhausting energy that you don't necessarily have to do. And it's because you're focused on the wrong thing. So let me ask you, what is it that you need to be focused on? And here's the other thing about that. Let me tell y'all, I was just talking to the producer about this earlier. Focusing on other people and what other people are doing and not doing, it's a real convenient excuse to not focus on yourself. My work requires me to be in service and to focus on other people. But you can bet that I'm more of a student and a lifelong learner and always at the top of my own list to try and, and figure my stuff out. I'm not so focused on other people and what other people are doing and how other people are showing up and how other people are not showing up because guess what? It's going to pull time, energy, and attention from who I need to be focused on, which is primarily me. So deflecting or or paying attention to other people and what other people are not doing in their life and you're, you're the fixer for other people. Listen, You need you. You need your own time, energy, and attention. You need your own wisdom and insight for your life. Because if you tap in and if you give yours to yourself, you can probably influence a lot of people in a greater way than than you trying to fix other people. What do you need to be doing for you? What do you need to be focused on right now? Seriously, ask yourself, like, what 
do I need to be focused on? Am I focused on the wrong things? Am I focused on things that are just not really in service to not just my goals? Because sometimes we can have goals. We can just have these arbitrary goals and there's nothing wrong with goals. There's nothing wrong with dreams. But when you're a person of purpose, when you're a person of purpose, everybody, let's be clear, everybody has purpose in the world. So there's not a person that was created without purpose. But when you when you start to tap into understanding of purpose and you live with the conviction of purpose, some things just don't belong in your life. Some things just don't belong. Some, some things you just don't have the time, the energy, and attention for, but we still entertain it anyway. And what is it costing us? What is it really costing us? You cannot be a person of purpose, a person who lives with intention, a person who lives with conviction, and a person who has a toleration point, the same toleration point of a person without it. Make it make sense. You can't have a high call and live a low life. It's just, it's just, it's, it's going to create, that's a recipe for misery right? It's a recipe for misery and it's a recipe for inner disaster. And the things that we're seeking, the things that we're searching for, the money, all of those things. Like I know people who have, everybody's getting the bag. And you know, I'm in my bag. Everybody's getting the bag. It's it's, it's, it's um, permeating all of the songs, everybody's posts, I'm in my bag and all of that. And it's just like, okay, great. You're in your bag. And even as J. Cole said in one of his songs, money won't erase the pain. So you you're in your bag and you get more money and now what? You you got more money and I'm I'm a fan for more money because I believe that you know money amplifies you, money unmasks you, money makes you more of what you already are. But the more money that I get, I'm not afraid of the unmasking because I'm working on the person that I want to be, right? So my pursuit, I'm not chasing money. If I'm chasing anything, I'm chasing purpose. I'm not chasing money. But do you know what? Money I attract money easily. I'm not I'm not scratching my head worried about money. I'm not scratching my head worried about bills turning colors because I trust that as I'm tapped into purpose, that as I'm tapped into God's purpose for me, that as I'm willing to learn, as I'm flexible to learn and to flow and to grow into that, I trust that God is going to ensure that I'm taken care of. I'm not talking about just like hokey pokey like you don't do any work because I do work. I do work. I do work and I do the work that I've been put here to do. But I'm saying I'm not sitting scratching up my head, scratching my head, worried about my own provision. No. God is going to see to it that with all the resources in the earth, that if anybody is taken care of, I am going to be taken care of. And I believe that just as sure as I'm sitting here and I'm sitting here. So where do you need to be focused? Like what 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 do you need to be focused on to move your life forward? I was speaking with one of my clients um just the other day, and there's this thing that she says she wanted to do, and it's probably it probably surfaces in our conversations about, you know, every couple of months. So finally I said, Could it be that this is the purpose for which you you were created? That all of the things that you have gone to through have led up to this point. And that this is the purpose for which you were created. Could it be that that this this is the thing? And she was like, "Oh my God, I got I got goosebumps and I got chills." Okay, great. But how do we move into that? And so then I got a text message yesterday to say, "You know what? This feels really like the right path and the right thing to do. Let's put together a plan." But 
Now, out of all of the searching and seeking and figuring out and seeking things outside of herself, there was always this little thing, this still small voice that would whisper to her when she was quiet enough to hear it, and she would just drown it out and go pursue all of these other things that were outside of herself that she thought was going to fulfill her. But now, not only is she listening, but she's ready to surrender to the voice that was speaking to her and saying, I think this is the thing that I'm supposed to be doing. And I don't think that quote unquote purpose is a one-time thing. I think your purpose is always looking to speak to you, always looking to, to, you know, cause your life to expand and unfold. But when we're so bogged down with seeking and searching and chasing things outside of ourselves, we miss it. So let me tell y'all something. I looked at the clock. It was 11-11. You know, I've been seeing all these double numbers, 333-444. I'm here for it, whatever those things mean. But for all of y'all that are chasing things outside of yourself and, you know, looking for everything outside of yourself, how can you tap into yourself? How can you tap into your spirit? Your spirit has information that your head doesn't know, but you've got to be quiet enough inwardly to hear it. You got to be quiet enough inwardly to hear it. You got to disconnect from things long enough so that you can tap in and then you live from the inside out. You live from the information that's on the inside of you because as long as you're looking for a model, I promise y'all I did this forever, for a blueprint, for something outside of yourself, you're going to be met with frustration. And lastly, I'm going to go back to that toleration point. Let's raise the bar. Just because something has been the way that you lived for so long, just because something has been your standard for so long, just because something has been your way of life or your income as you've known it for so long doesn't mean it has to stay that way. But it's going to require courage for you to change your toleration point and it's going to require decisions to say from this moment forward, this is how I live. This is what I'm going to do. This is my standard. It's really okay to do that. You know, I always say, you don't have to, you get to, but I surely, surely hope that you will. Because when we focus on the right things, beauty happens. We focus on the right things, miracles happen. When we focus on the right things, we get peace. We get tranquility inwardly, and we can show up in the world and be the lights that we are. Thank you so much, each and every one of you, for sharing space. When I tell y'all that I'm grateful to y'all, I just, I just... It will just never get old for me saying that. And I'm going to ask you as well, please share the podcast. Share it with people because you, the one thing you never know is where a person is in their heart and in their mind and how one word, one thought, one point can be the very thing that they need to change their entire trajectory. Because in all actuality, that's the only reason that I'm doing this is to change lives and to help people win. Have a beautiful rest of your day.